you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Wow, I, I hit that one. I like that how that turned out. That was a pretty good one there. Hey, folks, welcome to the show. We certainly appreciate you guys uh, coming on, tuning in, being a part of the show. I mean, without you, would it be a show? No. Here's the answer. No, it wouldn't. Because it'd just be me sitting here with a mic talking to myself. I think most podcasts are like that, actually. But we've been doing this for 13 years. So, uh... We have, I think there's one person that listens to the show, and it's my mom. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, guys, welcome to the show. We certainly appreciate it. And as always, we certainly appreciate you sharing the show. Somebody's sharing that damn show out there because it's over over Thanksgiving. Uh, I kind of noticed we were having some explosive days, and I was like, huh, uh, what's going on here? And uh, so I normally put up every day because we have plenty of shows in the can. And uh, I put off a, I put off putting up a new show for two days, and it just kept exploding. And I'm like, holy crap! Because sometimes if we don't do every day, it, you know, you'll see like it can go a day or two, and then it'll fall off. But <laughs> we did like two, two and a half days, and it just kept growing. I was like, okay, well, there's that. So uh, thanks for who's ever listened to the show and sharing it with their friends and family. I know we're doing a lot of LinkedIn stuff, so that seems to be going well for us. Uh, but we certainly appreciate it. Uh, refer the show to your friends and neighbors. You know, spend time. This is this is time to spend quality time in Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're in that kind of year. I won't tell you what year it is, but uh, you'll probably listen this year from now going, you know what? Anyway, uh, so uh, we're in that time of year where people are getting together with their family and friends. And you know what the best way to avoid those fights over Christmas and Thanksgiving dinner are? Share the Chris Voss show because there's nothing to fight about. You just go, hey, look, man, there's this great podcast. And uh, he talks about everything. We even have both sides of the left and right on. And, uh, you know, as long as we don't get toxic, we, we talk about whatever great books are out there. So uh, it's a way that, you know, when Uncle Joe wants you to, I don't know, go take a bath with him or whatever the hell goes on with Uncle Joe, you know, he gives you those long hugs. Uh, you know, you can just pull out your phone and say, hey, how about a, instead of a hug, why don't you subscribe to the uh, podcast there, Uncle Joe? I don't know why this Uncle Joe thing just became a callback in the show, but there it is. Anyway, guys, there's the ram before you. We just make a new one every time for the show, and it's improv, so it usually sucks. <laughs> Anyway, you know the drill. YouTube, Goodreads, LinkedIn, all that sort of good stuff. We have an amazing gentleman on the show. This is the time of year, ladies and gentlemen, where, well, every time of the year, every day of the year, if you're an entrepreneur, you own a company, or you own a business, you're trying to market your business. And uh, one of the best ways to market your business doesn't cost you a lot of money is SEO optimization. For those of you who don't know what it is, search engine optimization uh, basically uh, it makes it so that you can uh, make sure that your website is geared right so you can get lots of leads. Everyone's into the leads from what I hear. They're into that money. 
revenue. So we're going to be talking with the gentleman today who is a super professional. He's been doing it for f- over 15 years, and uh, he's most excellent as he's come to talk to us. So if you're out there and you've got a brand who's like, hey, man, we want to make a lot of money over Christmas. We want to make a, money, a lot of money over 2023. We're sick of all these uh COVID cases, didn't I just, I just disclose what year it is, didn't I? Well, there you go. So uh, now that I said COVID, people 10 years from now are going to be like, oh, that was back then. All right. So, and he'll probably still be doing it 10 years from now because he's already done it 15. That's the way it works, people. But we're going to be doing the podcast till we're dead. Like, I'm going to be hosting this damn thing in my coffin. They're just going to put a mic down there and you're just going to hear mealworms eat me. And then they'll probably scream out, the Chris Foss show, he tastes great. That's the new motto that's going on the cup, people. Anyway, we're talking with Brandon Leibowitz on the show with us today. He uh, runs and operates SEO Optimizers since 2007. God damn, he's been doing a long time. He's a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn converts into client sales and leads. This is what everybody's after, the money. The money, the conversion. Welcome to the show, my friend, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today. There you go. With all those segues I just did, did you ever think you were going to ever get to getting you on the show? It was kind of ramble. It was kind of rambling there for a while. No, no. You're just spreading that knowledge, Lynn. People know what's going on. I was trying so. to give you a good setup there, Brandon. So, Brandon, give us your dot-coms. Where, where can people find you and stalk you on those interweb, which is in the sky? Um, the best is just... I actually create a special gift for everyone. So if they go to my website at seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. They can find that there along with all my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years. I've thrown up there for free. So if they want to learn more after this, they can see step-by-step how to do a lot of stuff that we might talk about. And also I offer a free website analysis. So if they want a free website analysis from an SEO point of view, I'm Happy to let them know what's working, what's not working, and they can book some time on my calendar there as well. There you go. There you go. So uh, before we get into some of the stuff that you do, let's get to know you a little bit better. What what made you get in the podcast, or not in the podcast, you have a podcast. Uh, what made We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, what what made you, I'm reading your GIF website, I've got it pulled up here, it says, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, so uh, uh, what, what made you uh, get into this field? And uh, got you interested in it? Just kind of fell into it. Wasn't planning on it, but got my degree in business marketing. And mm. after I graduated from school, the first job I got was helping a company out with their digital marketing. And I didn't know much about digital marketing. They said, don't worry, we don't know much either. We're going to learn alongside with you and take you to classes and workshops. And after doing that for a few months, just realized that everyone's going to have a website in the future. And there's a lot of different ways to get traffic. But SEO is a way to get free traffic. So I was like, let me focus on the search engine optimization. I mean, I was helping out at that old job, doing their social media, doing paid ads, helping out with email marketing, kind of doing it all. But really the SEO just kind of stood out as a way to capture free traffic. So over the years, I worked at different advertising agencies as a director of SEO. And before work, after work, on my lunch breaks, I would work on my own company and built it up to where I was able to quit my job and been focused on this ever since. That's pretty darn awesome, man. And free traffic is good. I mean, if you can optimize your website, you can you get the thing. What is, for the layman out there, for somebody maybe who doesn't f- 
fully understand what SEO optimization is, what would be a good short answer for that as to as to what it is? So SEO is search engine optimization, which means ranking websites in the search engines, which really nowadays is just Google. Google is like the main search engine. So mm-hmm. when you search on Google, there's all there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads. But right below the ads are the organic listings. And that's what SEO is about, is trying to get your website on the first page of Google for the free listing. So you're not spending money on paid ads, but you're tapping into that free traffic from Google. Okay. Sounds good. And and how do you know if your SEO is not working or if it's working good for you? Um, you would probably want to check like different tools. Mm-hmm. Google Analytics is a free tool. Mm-hmm. And it'll show you how many people have come to your website. And then you can break it down by how many people came to your website from Google traffic, from SEO traffic, or from Facebook, or from whatever it is. So you could really dive in and get pretty granular with Google Analytics see what's working, what's not working. And that's going to really tell you everything you want to know about your website and more. It's like data overload, but the more data you have, the more information you're going to be able to use to make statistically informed decisions. Yeah. Over the years, I mean, we've gotten, it's changed. It's changed over the years. We used to get a lot of traffic on Twitter and then uh, Pinterest for a long time was really crazy. The traffic it would send Google plus went back when I was around uh, used to send us a lot. Uh, But yes, mining that data and figuring out, Hey, where, where are people coming to from our website or where should people come from our website that aren't coming there? And how can we amplify that? is really important um, you know, over the years. Like I say, with our social media, there were places where we'd be like, you know, now, now we get a lot of leads from LinkedIn, but knowing where that traffic is coming from and then investing more time and effort into it is really important. And then of course, do you do work with keywords? Is that part of the development of the SEO and you know, trying to make sure that when you you're putting stuff on your blog or your website, that it, it keys and, and tags different uh, search uh, words that are popular in, in the big Google. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is very, very important is doing the keyword research for mm-hmm. what keywords to put in the website or mm-hmm. what keywords that you want to focus on because synonyms, plurals, singular variations of words have very different search volumes. So there's a lot of tools out there that will show you how many people actually search for that keyword every single month such as like the Google Keyword Planner. It's a free mm-hmm. tool from Google. I'll show you how many people search that keyword every single month so you can see, is this a good keyword or should I use a synonym or a plural or some other variation that I might not have otherwise thought of? You know, I should use the keyword, uh, the Google Keyword Planner on, on Chris Voss. I think I used it. I'm trying to set up this joke. I, I think I used it one time, and it said I should rename the Chris Voss Show to OnlyFans. So I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, <laughs> that traffic. Well, there's some searches going on over there. I don't know what that's about, but uh, it, it said it should. Traffic, but. <laughs> They're going to be disappointed when they come to the Chris Voss show. They're going to be, this looks nothing like what we thought it would be. But the podcast is really interesting. We'll subscribe to that. See how that works. Um <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta get it in there. Maybe I need to do a, a Chris Voss review of of uh, of uh, a Chris Voss show review of uh, OnlyFans, and then I've got both keywords in there or something. I don't know. So it's 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 good for people to sit down and figure this stuff out. How, do, how many people really understand SEO and what it can do for their business, and um and 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 how do they maybe determine how much they're missing out if they don't? 
I mean, the best way to determine what you're missing out on is use the Google Keyword Planner, mm-hmm. search for your keywords and see how many people search for that keyword every single month. And you can see if 5,000 people are searching for that keyword every single month and you're not ranked and your competitors are capturing that traffic. So that's a way to quickly just kind of let people know what's going on and what the disconnect is and that low hanging fruit of trying to just figure out how to get them up there or try to get some, get them up there. So people start finding them, but if they're not ranking, then it's going to be tough. So it's really just trying to look at that search volume and try to just educate them about what's going on, who their competitors are and what they're doing to get up there and how they could be doing similar things to capture that traffic, just like the competitors are doing. There you go. And uh, you guys also help with local SEO. That's important as well. You know, not only the global sort of internet stuff, but also uh, local SEO. And a lot of businesses are local. Uh, A lot of people uh, try and advertise at a local, but sometimes that can be really a hard nail to hit sometimes or costly nail to hit if you don't get the, you don't dial in your ads right. Um, And then you work with people with with, uh, placing ads too as well. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, local SEO is important if you're a local business and then do a little bit of paid ads, prefer the SEO, the organic side of things, but Mm -hmm. paid ads do work. Some type of ads work really well, like remarketing where anyone that's been to your website and didn't do a specific action, you could target these people and follow them around and keep yourself top of mind. And those work really, really well because unfortunately half the people that come to your website probably don't leave immediately just because of tons of different reasons. But if you have those ads that follow them around and keep yourself top of mind, it just helps people remember you and hopefully come back to listen to an episode of the podcast or buy a product or service or whatever it is that you're promoting. Mm-hmm. That must explain why I see OnlyFans ads everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. People were doing a callback. Uh, <laughs> you, got uh, you gotta love it. That that area explains where why Burger King uh, ads always pop up in my feed. But no, it's it's kind of that way. It's funny, you know. You especially with like Facebook, you'll 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 go on Amazon, you'll search for I don't know. I was you know I was searching Black Friday deals this uh, weekend, and you know maybe you're looking at like I don't know some salt or. I don't know what people buy on the thing. I think, what was I looking for? I think I was looking at, at routers for wireless routers. And, and then you go on Facebook or some other place and you're like, why am I seeing routers everywhere? You know, and and why are they all on OnlyFans? I don't know what that means. You can, I don't know, you can put a router joke there in the callback. Um, so uh, you guys do social media marketing. Uh, you guys do press releases too. If, if people want to do a professional SEO uh, does that, does that, I, I didn't know that uh, press releases can help your SEO. Uh, I mean, they used to help out a lot more. Now, not so much. Oh, really? The press release is just a way to build backlinks. So the oh. way SEO works is you can put keywords all over your website. Google doesn't care what you put on the website. They don't trust anybody. They want to, you have to build trust up. And the way to build mm-hmm. trust is by getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google gives to you. And then they look at those keywords, but does it work the other way around without backlinks? It's pretty much impossible to rank on Google mm-hmm. and a way to build backlinks in the past. I mean, you could still do it this way is you write a press release and distribute it and you get published on all these different websites. Google then sees that you're published on all these websites and that helps build that trust up. But Google changes their algorithm all the time. So it used to be a numbers game. The more backlinks you had, the higher you'd rank. Now it's not the number of backlinks, but it's the number of quality backlinks yeah. And when you're getting published on press release sites, these are more just like general news sites that don't really have any relevancy. Like if you're mm. a restaurant, you need to find websites that are related to food. You don't want to just be on a website that's related to news that doesn't yeah. have any 
relevancy. So it all comes down to relevancy with these backlinks. In the past, press releases were great. Now they're kind of like neutral. They're not good. They're not bad, but they're not going to have that same impact that they used to have. So it's good to do it because any normal business will do a press release like Target, Walmart, they'll all do press sure. releases. It doesn't have that same value that it did in the past where it really moved up the rankings. Yeah, plus you I mean these days you get a lot of you get a lot of I get like fifty thousand emails of press releases and and uh, it's a bit much. Uh but but no, I mean sometimes I guess every little bit helps. But you mentioned something that's really important there. Um, you know, reputation uh, and reputation management you guys help with. At one point, um, after like, I don't know, I think it was a couple of years ago or a year or so ago, I was seriously considering call, or changing the show to a new website called Chris Voss. Uh, the, uh, it, would be, it would be called Chris Voss Show and basically dumping the the. <laughs> Dump the the. That's in that's .com. There you go. Um, so... Uh, I was actually thinking about doing it. I was kicking around. I and and I was kind of like, I don't know. You know, we bought the websites and all that sort of stuff. And and I was thinking, you know, I'm really sick of calling it the Chris Voss Show. Let's just call it Chris Voss Show. I don't know because I'm lazy that way. You know, that the was taking up way too much time for me to put out. Right. Uh, <laughs> and you know, it takes like an extra second to type. So um, you know, there whatever. I don't know. I don't think it would have the same ring to it but anyway so i was i was kicking around i'm like eh, i should just drop the the and uh but then you know then we'd have then it would be called we'd it would be cbs and we'd probably get sued so chris voss show um but anyway but anyway i was thinking about doing it and my friends that were all seo people and you know internet folks they went hey 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 what are you doing man you got a 13 year old site there uh you got all this reputation and all these backlinks and I'm like, uh, I don't know. And they're like, have you ever looked at in your website to see how many people link to the Chris Voss show? And I was like, eh, it's like 10 trillion or something. <laughs> and, uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, don't, don't be changing your stuff. And I, I didn't realize, I, I don't know. I wasn't really thinking about it at the time. I was just kind of like more focused on, yeah, let's change the name. Screw it. I'm sick of saying, saying the, so it, it turned out that was a really important thing for me not to change. Cause I would lose like, everything we built over 13 years with these backlinks and reputation, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. Unfortunately, the URLs are pretty tricky. So if you change your URL, it's pretty much starting fresh. Wow. So what you could do is make it so anyone that goes to chrisvossshow.com, it mm -hmm. redirects them and takes them to the Chris Voss Show. Yeah. So it's still going to be the Chris Voss Show, unfortunately, but you'd still send people. So it's easier to say, go to chrisvossshow.com. Yeah. This last show, but, but yeah, unfortunately, the URL attaches all the backlinks or all the SEO reputation and all the trust is all associated with your URL. And if you change it, you kind of lose it. Or if you did the other way around where you take the Chris Voss show and 301 redirect it to Chris Voss show, then you might get maybe like half of the SEO value wow. from that original. So it's so, okay, so I'm stuck with it a lot because in the past, a lot of people just buy their competitors' websites, which still kind of works. So oh, if you really? know when competitors are going out of business, buy that domain name, 301 redirect it to your website, and you're going to get almost half of their backlinks and their SEO value. Sounds like I should be setting around bankruptcy. Sounds like I should start reading bankruptcy court filings again. I used to do that to buy companies, but uh, but uh, I never thought about doing it to get their domains. 
Yeah, yeah. Like that, that domain, especially that, if it's like an old company that's been yeah. around for like 15 years, you buy that domain name, but it's all about relevancy. You don't want to just buy any random site. So it has to be tied back to what you're doing. So like for mine, if I could find other entrepreneurs, business owners, then I would take their old domain and buy it. If you're a restaurant, you want to find other restaurants or stuff related to food, but you don't want to make mix and match. Like if you're a restaurant and you see like a mechanic domain went down, mm. I'm going to buy that mechanic because it's no relevant. <laughs> it was a big, big, big shop, like auto body or something like that. Like it's still, it's not going to have that relevancy and relevancy is really important. Google and here's it. an idea. Like we, we see podcasters go down like it goes out of style. I, I mean, 80% of podcasts, this is from one of the largest podcasting uh, vendors in the, in the nation. Uh, 80% of podcasts die within, uh, by episode seven, 80%. This is, this is from some people in the know. Uh, the 20% that do survive, 80% of that 20% will fail by episode 20, I think 25. Uh, they will fail by episode, uh, 17 or 20 if they don't have a dot com. So if they're like set up on like anchor or some crap, um, they, they'll, they'll fail by episode 17. Um, and they just become zombie podcasts. So literally they're just wandering around. People go, Hey, there's a podcast over here. You're like, dude, that thing hasn't posted since, you know, two years ago or something. And, um, I call them zombie podcasts, but, uh, you give me an idea. Um, uh, <laughs> one time recently we had like a, a TV host star on, I think he was on, he was on a chef or survivor, or some, one of those kind of reality shows. And he'd written his own book, like a novel. And he came on the show and I was researching, you know, I was watching his interviews that he'd done. And, uh, so I pulled up, I pulled up like, you know, one, the best show that he recommended. And this is a hot interview I did. I went there and the person had paid their GoDaddy account. <laughs> it was like a week before the guy had been on the show. Eh? And I was like, wow, man. But you give me a great idea. Maybe I should be like watching for all these zombie podcasts that die and go out of business. I mean, that happens so many times where I have people send me a podcast link that they were on, and you're like, "Hey, man, this link is dead. Like mm -hmm. that podcast hit the fucking wall." And I mean, uh, the other figure that they gave me is is on like I think it's Anchor. Is an Anchor? Uh, it's one of the big podcasting services. I think it's the, it's one of the, the free one. So I think it's Anchor. Um, there's over half a million dead zombie podcasts on there. So like when they say, Hey, we're like really big and we've got all these things. It's just like, it's the most pedestrian business in the world is people just say, try it. But yeah, what I should be doing is like seeing who's got maybe a half good website and then copy their name. Is that a good idea? Or is that a dumb idea? Am I just rambling on about stupid shit? No, no, as long as it, so if it's a brand new podcast and it's a brand new website yes. and you buy it and they go out of business, it's probably not much SEO value. But if it's a podcast that's been around for like five years, that one's definitely going to have some value. So the newer ones, if, so what I do is always check their backlinks. So I always like throw them into tools like Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush if you have to pay for these tools, but they'll show you mm -hmm. all of your backlinks or any website's backlinks. So you Holy can your competitors. Yeah. So you can take the, Websites that you're thinking of buying, throw them into that tool and see how many backlinks do they have. Or maybe all their backlinks are coming from like 
pharmaceutical spammy sites, you might want to say this is not going to be the best because you never know what's going to happen with those backlinks or what's going on with the website behind the scenes. So you just want to double check and vouch for it, make sure it's legitimate and credible before you just buy it up just to buy it. Because if you buy the wrong type of websites, it actually might do more harm than good. So So if you buy it, if you, sorry to interrupt you, if you buy a website, do you, uh, from somebody who filed bankruptcy or went out of business, do you have to 301 it or can you just forward that baby? Well, yeah, you 301 it. 301ing is kind of the same thing as forwarding. So you 301 redirect it. So I think if you go to books.com, it 301 redirects you to Barnes and Noble. So Barnes and Noble oh. bought books.com because a lot of people just type into Google books.com and that will take you to Barnes and Noble. So 301 redirecting it is the way to do it to preserve that SEO value. You're not going to get all the SEO value, but you're going to get maybe half of it or maybe mm-hmm. less. I mean, Google's been dropping it because people have figured out this secret and spread it around, but it does work pretty well buying old competitors' websites and 301ing it. There you go. You, uh, you know, I think, I think there's one site we're trying to recover. I never got chrisvoss.com. That got away from me um, back at the beginning of whenever they went on for sale. There was some old guy at Oxford in England who bought it. And then he put up some crappy like genealogy site from front page 2000 on it. And he left it there for years. And I used to hate it because people would call me up and they'd be like, how you're so good at marketing and, and stuff, but how come your website is, is crap. And I'm like, it's chrisfoss.net. You know, we have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been trying to get it forever. And I, I would call him and say, Hey, I'm going to buy it from you and stuff. And, and, uh, and and then one day it got loose and after it got loose he quit paying um i think he i think he may have hit the wall he was like an old man about 80 uh and uh then it got loose and i think an snl guy picked it up now uh and so i've got to send another hitman out i'm just kidding people and don't do that um but uh is is maybe if you're if you target people that you think are going out of business or maybe they've defaulted, I guess one thing to do is if you see that they've defaulted, they haven't paid their GoDaddy bill, maybe go, go on like a network solutions and pay like uh they have like a fee on there that they'll, they'll like let you know if it drops off or something. I think we have that on the Christmas.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that might be a way to, to recover some of these things. I mean, this is a big thing that, uh, hunting down you know competitors that maybe go out of business or is, am i just kind of rambling on a little bit about this too much no maybe five years ago was okay. popular, but nobody really talks about it because okay. not many people know about it but it does work pretty well yeah i'm going to be keeping an eye out because i trip over them all the time uh so let's talk about keyword or actually there was something else i wanted to uh, talk to you about um you know one thing people don't realize sometimes is there are people buying ads on top on top of your search? So if people are searching for the Chris Voss show, there are people that will buy ads, and I know lawyers do this. Uh, a lot of, you know, you'll you'll look up some lawyer guy or some local business, and you're like, hey man, your like competitor is like, you know, buying into you. You like, I don't know, Google for CVS and Walmart somehow has bought a big giant ad at the top. Or I think it's now a couple people can buy ads on top of you, and you got to pay attention to that, don't you? Yeah, you got to be aware of it. But unfortunately, there's not much you can do, and most of the time, those ads don't work. Like, imagine you're searching for Burger King, mm-hmm. and McDonald's ad is above Burger King. You're like, okay, 
McDonald's is similar, but I was looking for Burger King. I was yeah. looking for McDonald's. So it doesn't really work, but sometimes people accidentally click it, but it is very, very, very expensive, those keywords. If you're bidding on your competitors' names, it's probably be three or four times the normal price of a keyword just because wow. Google is going to say, hey, you're targeting your competitors. We know this is not going to work well, so we're going to charge you a premium. And then it becomes like uh-huh. a bidding war where you're going to be fighting against your competitors forever buying their name and they're going to be buying your name. And I would try to avoid all that stuff because it doesn't work and it becomes very expensive. And same thing, like I say in the beginning, like people searching for something and then a competitor's ad pops up. It doesn't really work that well. Like sometimes it does, but most of the time people are like, this is not what I was looking for. I was looking for Burger King. I was not looking for McDonald's. People will always, better always do that with the Chris Foster. They're like, damn it. Screw those ads. We're always going to the Chris Foss show. Um, yeah, now, what sort of businesses do you work with? Is there a certain size, a certain target you have? When people want to do business, they're listening to the show. Uh, how do they know that they're good, maybe fit for you as a customer, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, anyone with a website that's selling a viable product or service could help out. So it doesn't matter if you're a small mom and pop shop or a Fortune 500 company or anything in between could help out with it. It just got to have a good website and a good product or service. If you're not, if you don't have a website, there's not much I could do for you. And if you don't have a product or service, it's going to be kind of tricky to rank on Google. So that's where it's just making sure that it's all viable and possible to be done. So my free OnlyFans is probably isn't going to rank well because we're not selling anything over there. It's not really a service or anything. It's just kind of people watching me pole dance uh, in a Chippendales outfit like SNL. Mm-hmm. You're selling yourself right there. You're, oh, am I selling stuff there? Yeah, I thought selling. I was just showing off. Yeah. I was showing off. I was doing the Chris Farley there with the with the pole dance. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no one wants to see that again. Uh, the uh, so they can reach out to you. They can get a free uh, consultation, free analyzation off of your site. So they can uh, click on that. That's the gift. This seooptimizers.com forward slash gift. Gift. Uh, this is this is a really important thing that people want to take and do right now. You know, we talked about just a second ago, like you said, about how costly it can be to buy those keywords. This probably uh, brings us back to why how it's important to get free SEO engine and to target that as much as you want. And should you really lay that foundation before you start looking at buying ads? You should try and make sure you're maximizing how much free stuff you uh, can get. I mean, it varies. It just depends what you're trying to do because SEO mm-hmm. does take time. It's not mm-hmm. immediate. So a lot of people run paid ads to get the ball going, to just get some momentum. Because if you just build a website and do SEO, it's going to take six months or more to start getting some traction. So in the meantime, you might want to do some social, some paid ads to get the things going, to get people to find you and just build some awareness. But those paid ads are expensive. And once you stop running the ads, you disappear. So paid ads are good for a short term. Long-term, SEO is going to be the best because that's going to get you that free traffic indefinitely. There you go. You've got a, you've got a, uh, a lot of client reviews on your show or on your show or, I'm sorry, on your website. I'm so used to calling my website a show. My apologies. Uh, <laughs> everything's a show at the Chris Show. Um, so you got a lot of you got a lot of reviews, which are pretty awesome over there. And people can see some of your different clients. They can get a free quote from you, which is really important. Uh there's uh, the service you offer, and I know she offers some classes too. Let's touch on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a bunch of free classes that they can watch anytime. They just go on YouTube, search my name, Brandon Leibowitz. I pretty much thrown up all my classes for free up there, so they can watch them nice. anytime and see step by step how to do a lot of this stuff. Or 
on my website as well. I have a lot of the classes as well there for free and like watch them anytime. There you go. You've got a, a master class that you do. You've got the website. You've also got a podcast. You want to plug that? Um, the podcast is really just my classes. So okay. when the world shut down a couple of years ago, couldn't do classes on in person anymore. So I was like, all right, let me just do them as webinars. And when I do a webinar on Zoom or wherever, it records audio and video separately. So I was like, all right, so I got the audio. Let me just throw it up and get my name out there on these podcast platforms. So threw up the audio version of my classes and then the video I would throw it up on YouTube. And so it's kind of a podcast, not technically a podcast, more classes, but I just Mm -hmm. thought, Hey, it's another way to get those classes out to the masses and let them just hear those free classes. So yeah, I started that back in 2020. There you go. That's what we did. We did. We're just like double down on more podcasts and started doing podcasts like uh, two, one to two times a day in the weekdays. We tried weekends, but Holy crap. It's a bit much, people. I need some space. I love you all, but uh, just uh, I need my weekends. <laughs> I need that recharge. Uh, so I, plus, we do so many shows. I need time to catch up publishing them all. Um, the uh, what haven't we talked about about SEO and optimization that uh, I haven't touched on? I'm trying to try and get all in the can there. I mean, there's so much with SEO, but it's like a puzzle. I'll try to put all the pieces together. Some pieces though are a lot bigger than others, like. The backlinks, very, very mm-hmm. big part of SEO. Having good content on your website, very, very important. Those two things alone, I'd say, are the more important things. There's a lot of other things that need to be done, but content and backlinks are probably the two more important that are going to have a bigger impact on those rankings. And then the SEO business is always changing, right? Because Google's always changing the rules. It seems like they're just, I don't know, they're just like a moving target at times. And a lot of companies, they can't, stay up on it. They've got a, you know, they need to hire a professional like you so that you're always up on whatever the latest adjustments are. You know, Google wants to do this week and the tweaking their system they do. And I know there's sometimes big announcements where they just kind of, seems like they just kind of throw everything right out the window and go, ah, we're not doing that this week. We're going to do this over here or something. It just seems that way. So uh, talk a little bit about that and why it's important to be able to, uh, you know, know what's going on, but as a business professional, I mean, as a business owner, you don't have time to become an SEO expert. No, I mean, it changes daily. Google Really daily? Wow. Every single day. I mean, there are little changes that no one's probably going to notice, but every few months they have a big algorithm update that they'll sometimes announce. Sometimes they don't announce it because they don't really want you to do SEO. They want you to do paid ads. So the only times they announce the algorithm updates, if it's like affecting user experience, so Google said a couple of years ago, like if your website isn't mobile friendly, we're not going to show you on mobile devices. So they actually announced that. Or if your website loads slowly, we're going to penalize or drop you down a little bit. So uh, stuff like that. But usually they don't tell you what they're doing because they don't want you to know. But they know that having a mobile friendly site is a good user experience. So it's going to keep people happy because if you search on Google on your cell phone and then you click on a website and it doesn't look good, you're going to be like, What's going on, Google? Like, I can't read this website. Mm-hmm. Not a good user experience. So Google wants to provide the best user experience and have the best results. So they want your websites to be good because it reflects on Google. If your website doesn't look good, loads slowly, bad user experience, they don't want to show you in the search results because you're going to frustrate people. And they want to make sure that everyone that's using Google has a good user experience. Yeah, everyone wants it now. They don't have more than five seconds to look at something. 
Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's people are just like, yeah, I mean, especially now in a TikTok world, holy crap, they, they want to know what it is fast and they'll like get to the point and, and tell me whether this is worth my time. You know, I've, I've got a couple friends. I imagine there's more that on Instagram, they would watch the, or LinkedIn, they would watch the first 10 minutes of the show and they'd be like, that's how I decide if I'm going to watch the full show. They watch the first 10 minutes and they see if they like the guests, if the guest is likable, uh, that's a big thing for them. They're like, if I like them, great. If the guest doesn't seem interesting, if I don't like them, I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, holy crap, you give the thing 10 minutes? Like the best meat of the show, when you really get into the show, I mean, the best meat is is about 15 minutes to 30 minutes in. That's when everything kind of settles down and I quit yelling into the mic and stuff. But, it, you know, it really, they they know who I am. So they follow the show. They love the show. They're, they're, they're like really choosy at the guest. They're like, do I want to listen to this guest? And uh, it's really interesting how, how quickly they're just like on and off and people, you know, you see that when you look at your website, the bounce rate, you know, if people are coming there and they're just like, Nope, I'm out. Bye. See ya. And then I get the nasty uh, emails from Google every now and then they're like, Hey, this, this page is screwing up your, your site doesn't load properly or it's got some thing going on. And I don't know, sometimes it's just off the rails with it, but that that's an important thing that businesses need to know what's going on. They need to, you can't just put up a website and expect it to work. Basically is what I'm saying. No, no. In the past. Yeah. But nowadays there's so much more that goes into the website, the user experience and having a website that's optimized for people and for Google. So you get that free traffic from Google. Then once people get to your website, they actually perform the conversions that you're trying to go get, whether it's sales, phone calls, emails, whatever that conversion action is. There you go. There you go. Well, you got to love it, man. You got to love it. Uh, anything more we want to touch or tease on them before we go? I'll just say be patient with it all, like, especially with the SEO. It does take time, so don't expect immediate results, but just keep working at it. And over time, you'll start seeing that growth and that traction, but just be patient with it all. It does take time. And the best way to do it is to reach out to you. Uh, tell us your dot coms where people can find you on the interwebages in the sky. They're in the sky, right? Mm, they're floating around up there somewhere. So if someone Dude, wants to giant more, tubes, pneumatic tubes, I think is what it is. <laughs> where can they find you, my friend? Oh, so I created a special gift for everyone that's listening. If they want to go to my website, seooptimizers.com. That's S-E-O-O-P-T. I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash gift. And they can find that there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years, throwing them all up there for free. And also if they want to book some time on my calendar for a free website analysis from an SEO point of view, I'm happy to dive in and check out the website and see what's working, what's not working and how to get them to the level they, they want to be at. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, Brandon, it's been wonderful to have on the show. We've learned a whole lot of stuff, and uh, hopefully people reach out to you, and we can learn so much more and make those big holiday sales. Of course, you know, you always want to make sales, whatever day it is. It doesn't matter if it's holidays or not, but uh, it's the big time of the year, so people should grab it up and rock and roll. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Thanks for having me on today. There you go. And thanks, my audience, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I actually had somebody call me. I'll give a shout out. I had somebody call me over the weekend and they left a really long message and they'd watched the show. They're a fan of the show. There was a particular episode they really enjoyed. Uh, I think it was Emily Flitter from the New York Times. I think it was or Washington Post. 
I think New York Times. Uh, anyway, she come on the show, but uh, someone left me a, a message, and I I got to tell you, I really love that. Thank you, whoever that was that reached out to me. I think I know who it was, but I'm not, you know, hey, I'm not going to give out names and phone numbers on the thing. But thanks very much because it's very rare people call us on the Chris Voss show and tell us they love us. Uh, and it was just really special. It was it was touching. I, I teared up a little bit. So anyway, guys, we really love you reaching out and telling us how much you love the show. If you can, go give us a five-star review on the iTunes. It helps with our SEO optimization, I think. I don't know. Um, but give us a five-star review over in the iTunes. We really appreciate it. And uh, we, we really appreciate the people who spend time telling us how much you love the show. I mean, share the show. Leave some great comments. Uh, you know, put it on your OnlyFans feed or something. I don't know, whatever. And, uh, you know, and, and share the show with your family and friends. I really appreciate it. I just want to tell you guys that I love you. I think that's what the message I'm trying to send right now. And thank you. But uh, you're welcome to call the show if you want. I'm thinking maybe we should put a number up where people can call on the show and at least tell us how much they love us. That or my narcissism is out of control again. I need to see my psychiatrist. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time, probably after I go see my therapist again.